Okay, thank you for staying with us. And now, please welcome with me uh, their pastor, Pastor Ayo Agunloye. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, dear listeners. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. We're always happy to have you and we give glory to God for yet another opportunity to to go through current themes from your Potter's House devotional. So please say a word of prayer as we begin, sir. All right. Shall we pray, brethren? Father, we thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for waking us up this morning again. Thank you, the Lord. gift of this present day. We thank you. Accept our heart of gratitude in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we have come again, gathered at your table, yes, to learn at your feet, to feast on your word. We are asking that you release your word unto us Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let your word come unhindered. Let your word come sharp and let it pierce into the dividing asunder of the joint and marrow. Amen. Let it uh, be a discerner of our thoughts and intent of the heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let your word mix with faith in us Amen. and do us good in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you answered our prayer. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 So, we thank God for how far he has brought us on this matter of foundation. This year, we have been looking on the theme of revisiting your foundation, revisiting our foundation. Yes. And we have come a long way. We are now dealing with um, a good foundation, mm. having a good foundation and laying hold on eternal life, which is in First Timothy chapter 6, verse yes. 17 to 19. I read it again. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 17 through 19. It says, Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain, uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. And we have dealt with several issues in this text, that the commands that we have to obey if we must uh, lay hold, if we must have a good foundation and lay hold on eternal life. And the command, one of the commands, the first thing we dealt with was that we uh, we must not be haughty. And we are not dealing, we explain that the rich in this world does not only mean those who are financially rich, but everyone is rich in something. And since we are dealing with the rich, not the rich financially alone, so... He said, do not be haughty. Whether you are rich, even if you are rich in the word of God, or you are rich in um, prayers, you can pray very well, or you are rich in health, you are rich in any matter, he says, do not be haughty. Mm-hmm. 
you 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 cannot afford to be proud in anything. And then he said, "Do not trust in uncertain riches." We concluded that riches are uncertain in themselves because they cannot answer. They cannot give answer to all problems and riches, even though they can attempt to answer questions, they don't get all questions right all the time. And then riches are also not certain because they can fly away. They are not permanently yours. Then we also went into dealing with uh, trusting in the living God and all that. So, but today we are looking at some examples of the good work that is expected of you. And we want to look at First um, Timothy chapter 5, verse 9 to 10. We deal with that. First Timothy chapter 9, verse 5, I mean verse 9 to 10. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 9 and 10. It says, let not a widow be taken into the number under three score years old, having been the wife of one wife, the wife of one man, well reported for good works. If she have brought up children, if she have lodged strangers, if she had washed the saints' feet, if she had relieved the afflicted, if she had diligently followed every good work. So here we are looking at some examples of um, how to do the good works that you are expected to give. In our main text, which is First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19, the, the command that we are dealing with, apart from do not be haughty, do not trust in uncertain riches, trust in the living God, and uh, other things. The command we are dealing with right now is that they be rich in good work. How? What are the examples of the good work that you must be rich in if you must lay, uh, have a good foundation and lay hold of eternal life? And but before we begin to deal with specific examples, this our passage spoke about, even though it's dealing with um, widows, is the same requirement for those who are not widows. Whether you are a man, a woman, a widow, uh, even if you are not a widow, is the same requirement expected of everyone concerning good work. And it, but what Paul was telling Timothy on this particular matter was do not admit a widow into the fold of those who would not remarry and all that if they are below this age and um, uh, and some of the um, conditions that is attached to it. So we are focusing on the back ten of it that they must be well reported of for good work. The first thing we are looking at is the report for good work. 
First of all, the report of men for your good works. And secondly, the report of God for your good works. Men must see your good works. The Bible says you should not let your good be evil spoken of. There are some times that you really have good intentions, but your presentation and your your the way you are presenting your good works to the beneficiaries makes it unacceptable. Makes it to look as if it is not a good work you want to do. If you are not careful in the way you do your good work, you will actually be doing more harm than good. What you are presenting may be good, but the way you are presenting it, if it is not good, it is going to be evil spoken of, and it is not going to serve the purpose for which you are sending it, uh, for which you are doing the good work. And so, he said, you must be well reported of for good works. Well reported of. So we are dealing with the reports now of men, the reports of men for your good works. And we want to see some things that I wrote here in your potter's house. Some people are honestly doing good works to the best of their knowledge. But their good works are not accepted and thus ineffective in truly helping the beneficiaries. Do not be careless about people's perception of your good works. Do not say, I don't care what people think about me as long as I'm doing the right thing. Do not do the right thing. Do things right too. Do the right things the right way. When you are doing the right things or you are doing a good work, you should do the good work correctly in a way that is acceptable also unto people, such that it is not it is not going to hinder what the essence of that good work is, so that it is not going to be uh, make the people tune the people off from the good work. You might be you might be very sure it's God's will for you to do something. But if you do it the wrong way, you will actually not get the correct thing. You will not get the correct result from that thing. So, for example, it is good to preach to your customers. Maybe you are working in a bank or you are working somewhere and customers are coming. It is good. It is a good work to preach to your customers. God expects it. God does not expect that you are just going to work and you are not reaching out to customers, you are not reaching out to your colleagues, you are not reaching out to your um, um, neighbors, you are not reaching out to your suppliers, you are not reaching out at all. You are just there um, um, doing your work. God expects that you are reaching out. So it is a good work to preach the gospel. But when you do it in a way that is not acceptable, then it becomes a bad work. It is not going to be a good work anymore. That is an example of what you are saying. So it's a good work to preach to your customers, but if you are not sensitive to the timing, the environment and the atmosphere, it might cost you your job and more especially if the Holy Spirit did not emphatically ask you to preach to him that way. 
the good work of preaching to your customer could be done by first making friends with him, visiting him unofficial, unofficially, and then witnessing to him. Would you accept even your favorite meal served in a potty dish? If your favorite meal is served in a potty dish, the poor that uh, children use to toilet, you love the meal, but the dish in which it is served is not accessible to you. Same way, when men, the same way men will report your good works as evil if you present it carelessly. Do not abuse or insult people with your good works. It hurts. So it is important to take note of how men see the good work that you do. Do not say, I don't care what they say. I don't care how they be care about it. Care about how you present it. Care about, even though you should not be economic with the truth, you should not be, um, um, you should not be political with the truth. You should not, you should not, um, um, you should not let, you should not downplay the truth. But then you should know how to present the truth. Know when to speak. Look at Prophet Nathan when he was sent to David to declare the truth of the wrong that David did. He knew how to present it to the king that the king broke down. If we do not learn the principle of presentation, then what is the essence of our presentation, the message that we are presenting, so that it will be acceptable? If it is not acceptable, we have failed. So the first thing that we need to learn, how will people have a good report of the good works that we are doing? And the other thing is how we got to look at it before we go on break. Let's just quickly look at God's own report of your good works. Even if men are giving a good report of your good work, it is also very important to, to have a good report from the Lord of that good work that we are doing. You must not take the glory for any of the good works you do, but only the interest, but you must only be interested in God's reward for your good works, and therefore you must be, you must ensure that God has a good report to give concerning your good works. Like Matthew chapter seven, verse twenty-one to twenty-three says, "Not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven." Many will say to me in that day, "Lord, we have not have we not prophesied in your name? Prophecy is a good work." and in thy name cast out devils from people's life. That is also a good work. And in thy name done many wonderful works. That Those wonderful works are good works. And they are rich in, in those good works, which are many wonderful works. And then will I profess, profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that walk iniquity. This shows that God can see some good works that are done on earth, as iniquity, a worker, uh, those good, wo those workers of good works who are rich in good works on earth, God can report of them, give a report of them as workers of iniquity. So one must be as you care for the way men see your good work, you must also care for the way God see your good work. This scripture shows that while men 
may report your good works to God, to themselves, and so even to you as a doer of good works. God will not depend on their assessment. He will check to confirm by himself if your good works are good enough for him or whether you are a worker of iniquity. Jesus said he would tell the workers of iniquity that I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. What men call good works, may, God may call works of iniquity. It starts with who you really are. A wrong person cannot do good works. Jesus said, not even one that, not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. A bad tree cannot produce good fruit. You may be a prayer warrior. You, you attend church more than the Bible. You call Jesus Lord, but Jesus does not know you because you have not come to him. You have not accepted him into your life. You have not obtained the power to become a child of God. The power that overcomes iniquity, the power to do good. All the good works you do as an unbeliever are filthy rats. And therefore, the first thing about it is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and to be sure of this. This is a very important thing. Only those who do the will of our Father, in, of my Father in heaven, are doing good works. The will of God is the good work. Any good, any good work outside the will of God is iniquity. You may heal the sick, raise the dead, preach the and win souls, do many mighty miracles, and help people and yet go to hell. Therefore, you must ensure these good works you are doing, what is God's report about it? Then, when we return now from break, we are going to now deal with other aspects, what, I mean, examples of good works that God expects from us. Let's go on the break, on short break. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. And yes, God bless you indeed. Thank you for joining us today and for staying with us on GospelBellsRadio.com, your community Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the contemporary culture with the mind of Christ. You've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye. He is the pastor of New Creation Baptist Church in Port River State, South South Nigeria. He's also the publisher of Your Potter's House. Your Potter's House is a digital daily devotional. If you want to receive daily episodes of Your Potter's House, do reach out to Pastor Ayo Agunloye on 0808 718-0680 You can also send him a mail paul.agunloye at gmail.com Do you have any question? Do you have any comment? Do you have any observation as we go along in this program today? Uh, we will be listening to a very, very important important discussion this morning the other side of doing good works. Don't say I don't care as long as I'm doing good work. Don't say I don't care how people see me. I don't care what people see me do as long as I know that I'm doing good work. That's one excellent biblical point that Pastor Yagunle has emphasized this morning. So if you have questions, if you have observations, if you have 
comment do send to us on whatsapp just tap that whatsapp widget on the bottom right hand corner of our page and send it to us or send it to us anonymously using the form on our page i already see that the comment has come in so we are going to bring up this comment later on in the course of the program so that pastor Agunle can also also engage with those comments so thank you once again for joining us tomorrow on gospel best radio in the morning seven o'clock hour we are going to be gathered here for waiting on god wednesday if you have any prayer requests you want people got to join you please do uh, send it in scroll down our page to the part that says send anonymous prayer request and we'll be glad to join you in waiting on the lord and if you have testimonies as well join us on thursday to share those testimonies if god has been answering your prayer do share with god's people and encourage the faith of others so once again thank you for joining us stay with us invite others and send in your questions and comments as the spirit as the spirit leads you god bless you very good over to you now pastor thank you very much thank you and uh, welcome back um listeners now we have dealt with good report and mean to report about to good work and let me quickly just balance it in by saying that it does not mean that all your good works men will understand it it does not mean that you should you should just be trying your best struggling to make men accept you or do good works all we are saying is that you present it in a way that men can understand for example if you are preaching preach in a, a good atmosphere not where men will where not when you are sacked for preaching during official hours who will go and beg for you it is good that you do your good work with wisdom and you you are when you are in an official time or something and you must preach then there must be a wise way of presenting the good work to your customers that will not um deal with or affect your official duties or that you cannot be held against it there must you we must apply wisdom in presenting a good work so that it is acceptable even if it is colleagues or whatever especially when the lord is not specifically asking you to do it that way specifically at that time but it does not mean that even if you do the right thing and you do it correctly that men will just accept you like that so that's the balance i want to put in that but you should try your best to make sure that the good work you are doing you are doing it correctly and you are doing it in a good way do do the good thing do good thing good the good way and the lord will help us in the name of jesus so we want to now move to some examples of good work and one of the examples that we are dealing with today is raising godly children raising godly children as example of good works that god expects from you now in our text or in a bible passage that is first timothy chapter 5 verse 9 to 10 dealing with that widow's passage that i talked about it says they must be well reported of for good works well reported of for good works one of the work is if she have brought up children she has raised children and then there are other things that other good works examples of good works that are there so 
we are now emphasizing on the matter of raising godly children. If raising godly children is part of the good works that is expected of you. And uh, the commandment we have to be rich in good works is not limited to monetary and material gifts to the poor and the needy. Actually, good works include everything that you can do to make life and living better for humanity. What Gospel Best Radio is doing now is an example of good works. Reaching the community, confronting the community with uh, the, the mind of Christ. So all this thing is good works. It's not until you bring money to help the people that are in need or the people that do um, that are poor. It is helping humanity in one way or the other. Any way that the Lord is sending you to do it is is good work. So when Jesus called you the light of the world, it did not mean the light of your family house or neighborhood or even of your nation alone, but the light of the entire world. If your good works fall short of that, it is not good enough. When Jesus commanded you to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven, it means that your good, your your shining, the shining of your light is actually the doing of good works that men will see and glorify your Father. He expects men from all over the world to see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Therefore, your good works must include solutions to worldwide problems. Let us now start to look at some aspects of good works you must do as revealed in that first Timothy 5, 9 to 10. One important good work God expects you to do is the proper upbringing of your children. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22, 6. Has not the Lord made them one in flesh and spirit? They are his. And, uh, and why one? Because he, has, he was seeking godly offspring. That is in Malachi chapter 2, verse 15. The reason why God made the husband and wife one is because he's seeking godly offspring so that they will be able to raise godly children. Now, if the husband and wife are not one, if they are divided, they will have problems raising godly children. So these scriptures are just to show us the importance, God's, God's um, desire on raising godly children. Where, wherever your children flow to, all over the world, your good work in them will affect the people they meet. They will glorify God for you. The society became what it has become today because of the failure of the parents. You even see some parents that are taking their children to the teachers and say, teacher, my child must pass. Oh, how, much, how much is it? How much will it cost him to pass? That is to say, just pass him. I am buying the result for him or her. You see the parents today actually the one raising, you know, you know, the bringing the decadence in in our society, what we have today. What you will see those who have graduated as medical doctors that cannot perform an operation successfully. They bought their ways 
through the school, they bought their admission, they bought their ways through the university, and they graduated. You are seeing people today who graduated, but they do not, they cannot defend the certificates that they have. That is the kind of society we live in today. That's the kind of, look at how long as you have strike, uh, are in strike. Do we really have people who care about this good work and what is happening to the children? that we are raising today. The nation from which Revival came to Africa have converted their churches to warehouse cinemas, um, cinema houses, and some even to mosques because their passion for souls made them abandon their children. During the Revival, they are going everywhere preaching, everywhere posting Revival and sending missionaries even to Africa but they abandon the raising of their children. And so, the children that, we, that should take over the church, when they have gone, they are no, no longer in church. They are actually selling the church. See what Yoruba said. <coughs> Sorry, Yoruba said that Omotabita ko lumagbeyilitabakota even the church that does not train the little children and the youth, it is those youths that we sell that church. So it is important to bring up children correctly as godly children. Another good work was about another good work we can see from that first Timothy chapter five and ten is that if she have washed the feet saints, the saints of the feet, I mean the saints' feet, if she has washed the saints' feet. Now, sorry enough for ourselves, a good foundation for the time to come, and laying hold on eternal life demands that we obtain certain, we obey certain commands, among which is for us to be rich in good works. Having dealt with the good work of raising godly children and hospitality, Another good work is to have hospitality, but let's look at washing the feet of the saints. In the Bible days, in the far eastern part of the world, people could guess the distance you have covered through the dust on your feet. No matter how carefully you take your steps, your feet will gather dust. Washing the feet of the saints so you welcome them and accept them to your house and their feet will not bring dust into your house. You can read that in Genesis 18 verse 4 about Abraham welcoming the angels and all that and giving them water to wash their feet. You see it all over the scriptures. Even Jesus talking somewhere, say, I have been here, you have not washed my feet. When that woman washed his feet with his tears and used it uh, with her tears and used her hair to wipe it. Jesus told Peter that if a man has taken his bath, he is clean within, he is clean all through, but he only needs to wash his feet because his feet is what we gather dust as it, as it goes around. The spiritual implication of this is that when you got born again, you became clean, but your feet still gather just as you journey in the world. Hence, you still need to present your life to Jesus 
for daily cleansing through the blood of Jesus and the word of God. Daily cleansing, there is need for daily cleansing of your feet. Even though the blood of Jesus has washed you and made you clean, you are born again, you are made whole by Jesus. But as you go from day to day, you still come, you, your feet gather dust. There are implications that you, there are some things that is attached to you that you are just begging God, Lord, have mercy upon my soul, have mercy upon me. Forgive me wherever I have done wrong. You are not coming to God on claiming self-righteousness or something. You are still always coming to God based on the righteousness of Christ and the washing of the with the blood of Jesus. This is always very important whenever we come to the Lord. Another good work that we must ensure is hospitality. Look at that. Passage, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 9 to 10. Well reported of, I mean, if she had lodged strangers, if she has lodged strangers. Wait, sorry, before I go into the other one, lodging of strangers, let me say something about washing of feet and make a good conclusion of it. Washing of um, the saints' feet also has an implication in the fact that when a brother or a sister is caught in an iniquity, is caught in something that is wrong, is caught doing, committing a sin or falling into a sin, it is not good for us to expose the sin, I mean, to do something, to just... Um, to, to destroy him, it is good for us to wash his feet. It is good for us to wash him clean. It is good for us to seek how he can be clean from that sins and become um, whole again. It is important not for us to say, ah, he has fallen, and so he cannot be our brother again, and then we throw him away. It is good for us to see how we can wash that sin away from him. The implication of washing the saints' feet, as far as good works is concerned, is first to know that even though saints are already redeemed and washed from sin, well, if you see dust on their feet, do not disdain them. It is your responsibility to wash the feet, the saints' feet, especially those who come to you. If you do, if it does not come to you, then you find a way, either first of all through intercession, and if the Lord is leading you to report it to a leader, so that it is your motive, your intention must not be to destroy the, the person. There are people who, who fall into fornication, they get pregnant, and then the church wants to discipline them. We should not discipline them simply out of uh, anger or out of uh, the flesh because they are disgracing your own name or the name of the church. No, but because you want to restore them, they must be restored. Their feet, their dirty feet now must be washed. It is not our, the discipline we give to people must not be to destroy them. There is a way we discipline people and we are not actually even taking time to wash them with the water by the word 
to uh, make them to meet somebody regularly who will be teaching them, who will be sharing the word of God with them, praying with them until they are fully restored. The essence of discipline is not to destroy them. It is actually to help them. And it was administered to help them. So the churches where disciplines are meted on people in such a way that it's destroying them, we have to review the discipline. We have to see to it that it is actually meant to to restore them. I'm not advocating for non-discipline, for who the Father loves in disciplines, but I am saying that the discipline should be in a way that we wash the saints' feet. They are saints already. They are born again. They are children of God. But when their feet gather doors, we should wash their feet and we should not destroy them. We should not just um, destroy them because they have done something wrong. They are falling into sin. So the next um, good work that I want to talk about is hospitality. It says um, in that First Timothy chapter um 5 verse 10, it says, Well reported of her good works, if she has brought up children, if she has lodged strangers, it is also an important thing to welcome strangers. Although in our society today, it's becoming more and more difficult, more and more impossible, or very difficult to help strangers, strangers that you don't know, and they are looking for accommodation, to now say, please come. Um, you can manage with me for tonight because of a lot of things that we have seen. But brethren, we have been called to good works. We have been called unto good works. If the Lord is not actually telling you and instructing you and giving you a kind of uh, warning, red flag on somebody, it is always good to be able to help people. You or your children or someone will also be in a dear need like that where you will need someone to lodge you. And probably there are no hotels. And not like that of Jesus, that Mary, Joseph and Mary, that could, could not get a place and had to sleep in a manger and give birth to a baby, a newborn baby. I wonder who took the delivery for Mary in the manger and who helped clean her up and all that. Or whether Joseph was had learned, was learned in that matter. I don't know whether there was any woman that was matured enough to help midwife the birth of Jesus at that time. I'm just wondering the difficulty he would have, they would have gone through delivering that baby. But imagine, imagine that you are in their need and someone could help you and they are suspecting they are actually afraid of helping you it's not because they could not help you but they are afraid because of the kind of the what our situation our society has become that people you help end up to make you to become a victim of their hair of your health please brethren what we have been called to do is to help strangers is to help uh, is to help strangers please this is a good work that must return. We must return it, and we must trust God to help us in returning this to help strangers. Even if it is to give them money to go and rent a, a, a hotel that is cheap and all that. Whatever way the Lord will help us, that is part of the good works. We have to stop here now because of the time. The Lord will have mercy on us in Jesus' name. Amen.
And yes, amen. May the Lord have mercy upon us. May the Lord have mercy upon us. And I love exactly what uh, our sister here has said. Thank you, Sister Sigbo, for joining us again today. She wrote saying, matters are rising. Matters are rising. What men may call good work, God may call works of iniquity. So help me God. What men may call good work, God may call works of iniquity. And then she, she writes saying, any good work outside the will of God is the work of iniquity. Any good work outside the will of God is the work of iniquity. And, and I suppose that Pastor Agnoli made that point very clearly today and last week especially, that anything outside the will of God is the work of work of iniquity. Uh, Pastor, I must repeat again that uh, I find it you know, very important that you emphasize that point. Uh, although you have balanced it very well, we should balance it, but it is still an important point that you made, that a Christian should not sit back and say, well, I'm, I'm doing good work. That's what that matters. If you don't say it, I don't care. We should really care. Uh, not that we should be going after the adulation of men, as you have rightly said, but uh, the favorite meal should not be served in a potty dish. That's a very figurative presentation of it, and I think it it's it straight home that the favorite dish should not be served in a potty dish. Otherwise, nobody wants to eat it. Okay. Yeah, we also have this. It says, the Lord has promised us that that sorry let me read that again the Lord has promised us that we teach our children and great shall be their place may he grant us the grace to actually hand over the children to him indeed more grace okay I get the comment now you know when you mentioned that it is good works for us to bring up our children in the will of the Lord so that we are handing over the legacy of faith to them and this sister is also now emphasizing that the Lord has promised to teach our children. May, we, may he grant us the grace, the wisdom to actually hand them over to him. And the way to do that, of course, is to lead them in the path of right. In the path of right. That's an important point as well, you know, for the future generations thinking about uh, the legacy we are going to leave behind. As Pastor Yagunle rightly mentioned, uh, those who brought Christianity to Nigeria, those whom the Lord used to bring Christianity to Nigeria, uh, at some point they became complacent they let people follow their own way their children follow their own way now uh, in, in many of the countries in many of the churches they have no uh, no person to carry on the legacy of faith and that will not be our portion in Jesus name Amen. Amen so dear listeners if you want to listen to past episodes of of Reflections Tuesday just go on our page scroll down scroll down our own page you'll find a link to listen to past episodes of Reflections Tuesday by the grace of God before the end of the day we love this episode uh, also curated on our page. Thank you very much. God bless you. Pastor, we look forward to seeing you again next week by God's grace. Amen. Thank you for having me today. Thank God. So please do stay with us at 8, at 8 o'clock hour. We'll be here for On the Lord's Side, Christian Perspectives on News and Current Events. Please say a word of prayer, sir. Father, we thank you for how you helped us today again. Thank you, Thank Lord. you for sending the word to us. We are Lord. grateful out of gratitude in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, there are issues, there are points that you have said and each of us that have had or that we hear hereafter will have something to reflect on mm-hmm. personally mm-hmm. on what to do to do good works. Not just to give to people but to let our light shine all over the world. The kind of good works we should do. Washing it takes me, raising our children, in godly way, mm. welcoming strangers and all that, and ensuring that men and God see our work as good work. Father, we are praying 
that you help us to do all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. We cannot do them on our own. We need your grace. We cannot do them without, we, we, on our, by our strength, by our power. It will not even be acceptable to you. Therefore, Lord, we are asking for your help. We are asking for your grace. We are asking for your, for your strength that you will help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you have that prayer. I pray for everyone this week that as we go out this week, your presence will be with us Amen. and you will prosper everything we do according to your will this week Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. But we will be glorified in our lives. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. I pray for the Confidence Radio that, Lord, you will you will help them. You will send help to them from in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that they will your purpose in the name of Jesus. Lord, resources will not, will not hinder them in the name of Jesus. Amen. And Lord, that your name will be glorified. At the end of the day, you will receive them and they will not, their works will not be seen as iniquity Amen. in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you, Rigo. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ.